And welcome to Straight from the Horse's Mouth, where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. Once again, hosted by Bryce Odin, featuring my dog Bryce Davis. What's good? Um, it's been a, it's been a. How, how's your week been? First off, how'd you, how, how's your uh, mental? Is your physical? Mental, physical, good. I'm excited because after this week, I'm taking a vacation for a week. I'm excited. Are you I'm doing anything? Or? Relaxing, getting all the Christmas gifts done, and just kind of chilling for the end of December. You know what's funny? I technically should. I have like eighty. I have like two weeks technically worth of vacation. I, I do too. That's why I just I took it. But half, but like half of mine can roll over to the next year. Mm. So that's what's doing. So I'm just working like some odd day or half days here because I have to use some of the time. Right. I forgot. I should have cashed it out. And I yeah. forgot to, and the period's passed. I was like, damn it. Um, but uh, that's always good. You're yeah. Good to wind down. Um. Obviously, you saw your sister run track. Yeah, I saw my sister run track. This is the first time I've seen her run in college, right? Yes, first okay. first college meet, indoor track meet. Right, right, um, right. Her goal is to try to make it to the D two nationals, mm-hmm. which would be at Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh. Um. So she's on her way. Seven nine zero. She's got to at least qualify with a seven four. Okay. So she's got some work to do, mm-hmm. but we're hoping she can, you know, through coaching and just running, she can get there. That's good. That's good. Um, are you? When it comes to Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Are you a Christmassy guy? I'm not like the super holiday guy. Mm-hmm. I like the holiday. Yeah, I do like it. I like giving gifts and all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm not like super like woo. It's Christmas. Like I'm not that type You're of right. dude. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like I think myself. I think I might get a tree. I, I currently don't have a tree, but I, think I, I do. Might so I do have one. I need to put it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what I'm gonna be doing this week. Just kind of getting some of the decorations up. Uh I got it from Amazon. Honestly. It's like it's it's like a, like a three foot tree. Yeah, it's little, like, yeah. Okay. Got some easy ribbon lights that I can throw in it. It's mm-hmm. nice, simple. It's like I said, I want to decorate. I want to be festive, but I'm not definitely one of those. I'm not Buddy the Elf, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Been putting up shit since twenty in November, the day after Thanksgiving. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. I still gotta get gifts too. I'm behind. I'm I'm pissed because all the gifts I wanted to get are gone. What do you mean gone? Like sold uh, out? Yeah, like sold out. I was gonna get my sister a nice little Nike. Uh, fit and the fit in her size gone, so I got to redo the fit mm-hmm. for something that she would still like. Right, right. Uh, my mom's pretty easy. Dad's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin, I'm still not. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to get him. Right. I think I know what I'm going to get him, uh, but I'm not sure yet. I, my family does Secret Santa, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I have the worst luck when it comes to Secret Santa. Cause I never get anybody easy, mm. right? Never get like none of the guys, right? Right. You always get a woman, and it's always like an in a, in a, I never get like no woman, like none of the women in my family, and who's like in my range, right? They're either like really, really old, or really, 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 young. really young. In this case, they're really, really young. I'm like, I have no idea what to get this girl, so I'm leaning on my mom. I should swap names with her. Yeah, uh, uh, lean on my mom to help me get a gift. But uh, let's get into it, man. Yeah. Obviously, last week we're gonna continue the Deion Sanders conversation that we had last week. Um, also, official. Eric's not here today. Uh, we just we just ran into two man fast break today. Uh, so just to kind of catch Bryce up. So last week I had it. I was not happy the fact that Deion Sanders was leaving Jackson State for Colorado. Yes, and it was primarily because of his rhetoric. Right. Um, I thought that it was bigger than money. Right. Um, I thought it was a. I he to me he made it seem like it was. It was about changing the landscape of college football. Yeah, and just HBCUs in general, and just yeah. kind of black people in general. Right. And to me, I just didn't think he's done some really great stuff at Jackson State, and yes. that cannot be taken away. But it, for me, it's. A, I think about it from an overall standpoint. Right. 
and I and I use the example I use, believe it or not, um, was how. So remember last year? It was it was last year where we withdrew our troops from I forgot, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. And it was like immediately taken back over, right? Like the the Taliban, Taliban or yeah. And it was like, damn. So that was kind of a waste of time. We did all this for all those years for for what? Right. For this. And that's and that's one thing with Deion said. I'm like, you you did all that great. Got a new facilities and all that kind of stuff. But what would it have meant for if it goes back to just the status quo? Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It was it was a cool story. It'd be a nice thirty for thirty, couple years from you know what I mean, ten years from now. Middle Deion and Jackson State. Yeah, because we've seen no thirty thirty before, right? SMU had their little run. Yep. Um, uh, Loyola Marymount. Yep. We've seen like little UNLV where coaches pop up. It's it's a hot new thing. Oh, cool, awesome story. Loyola Bridge Center, Arkansas. Um, but that's it. Yep. And to me, and because in the black community, right, we tend to not finish the job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things, institutions in our com- that just, I don't know, are stagnant. Yeah. They're yeah. just stagnant. And I was like, I would have liked to have seen this play out because I don't think people understand this. It takes a long time to build a program. Yep. To where you can leave it and it's it's fine. Yep. Like Coach K just left Duke, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it took homeboy at uh I think Mark Few of his name at Gonzaga. Yeah. He j- he been at Gonzaga so I think since like the late nineties, yep. early two thousands. I think the late nineties, like ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. He didn't get to a national championship game until like this past couple. Dec- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it takes a long time to build a program. Just look at Nick Saban. Had Nick Saban left. Alabama. Yeah, in the mid two thousands. After let's just say he left after winning with um uh God, what's his name? Mark Ingram's group. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's say he left after that. I think Alabama would have faded. Yep. Cause he because he, he hadn't been there long enough to really Yeah, to really to really build his system. Yeah, it would have just been oh Nick Seven, great coach. He did that. And yeah. he just move on. It Jackson State is not at a point yet where it can get people, it can get student not st- students. And athletes off its name. Right, right. They were getting athletes because of Deion Sanders. Right. Not because it's Jackson State. Right. And to me, he, I, there were two things I wanted him to do before he left. I, I told my brother had this conversation. I'm over the swag. Right. I, again, let me make this very clear the, to the, people. The conference, yeah. Right. I want the games to still be played at HBCUs. I want them to still schedule those games and stuff. Right. But as a conference, I am not a fan of it. Right. It does nothing. doesn't bring any money. Uh, yeah, so that that was going to be kind of my point was, do you think that at some point how the HBCU schools are structured, there's a cap on the growth that they can have in terms of like like the SWAC, where like SWAC itself just isn't profitable enough as a conference that the mission could continue? Uh, yeah, but I just tell me Dion's mission. Yeah, Dion's mission. Like at some point, I I felt like they like we were reaching the limits of what he could feasibly do with how SWAC is kind of organizing itself. And that's where my thing with Dion comes in. I would have liked to him. I would like to him have gotten Jackson State out of the SWAC. Mm-hmm. If he gonna got them out of the sweat, so, you, you saw what Cincinnati coach homeboy right. did. Now he just, he leaving to go to uh, Wisconsin. Yes, before he left up out of there. I heard Cincinnati. We had a great run. Got a lot of guys drafted. You know what? Before I leave, her we going now y'all in the um because I believe they're in the Big Twelve. Now? Yes, Big Twelve. Yeah, left left before, better than before he saw it. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, you know, now he I mean, he going to the Big Ten, but it's like 
Cincinnati can't be mad. We're right. in a bigger conference. We're going to make more money now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll be yeah. easy for us to get recruits. We're not just going to be, we're not just some little old school now. Like, we big boys now. Right. He left it. He found it, like, literally put them in a better place before. You know what left. I mean? Literally, yeah, yeah. literally physically put them in a better place. Right, right, like, the right. The next coach in Cincinnati can actually do something. Right. Because he could tell recruits, yo, we in the Big Ten. Right. We're not in them, because I believe, I forgot what they were in. They were in the, were they in the 18? What, what were they in? I don't remember. I forgot what like, their conference America or eighteen yeah. or some one of those weird conferences. Um, uh, but he like he it's it's easy to leave something when you feel like you know what not only only do is my mission done here. I've put them in a position yeah. now. Uh, American Athletic Conference. Yeah, in American. Right, right. I thought it was AC, AC but for some yeah. reason I I couldn't. I was like, that is that the name of a conference? Yeah, that's right. So I got, okay, cool. Um, so now they're good. Yeah. Now the money gonna start rolling in, and they're gonna start. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna start having some big games and going against Kansas. Right? And, yeah. Yeah. You know, Kansas State. Go, they got really some really like you know TCU and all this kind of stuff. So it's like he left it better than he found it. And I think to me, because I've seen a, I've seen coaches come to schools before and kick ass and leave, and those school programs ain't do nothing. Yeah. I've seen Shaka Smart at VCU. Yep. Right. Like I've seen these schools. Like people go to these coaches go to these schools, and it's like yeah, oh. I mean, it, I, I I have more examples from like basketball than I do football, but yeah. it's the same kind of thing. You know, a guy comes to a little bitty program, they make it to a couple of finals teams, he moves on, that team immediately just falls right out yeah. of the big game. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah. And I and I, I do feel the same way where she was like, all right, like there was some there was it was reaching its cap, but there was definitely another move to be made. Yeah. For at least Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all HBCUs, but you could have at least changed the trajectory. Of Jackson State, yeah, I, I don't see why they couldn't be in. Uh, what's what's the one Florida as in Florida A and M's in ACC? Florida A and M, or no S and T? I'm sorry, S and T. Florida S and T. What, what, what am I thinking of? Florida State. I'm sorry, Florida State. For, no, no, you, you. I think you're thinking of. You're thinking no, I'm, of I'm, Florida, thinking of, I'm thinking of Florida State. FAU, FAU, Florida no, Atlantic. No, no, Florida State. Oh, Florida International. Florida State. Florida State's in the ACC. That's what I was saying. Like maybe Jackson State can be in the ACC. Maybe they can be in. Another conference besides the swag. That the uh, that one. Yeah, American. Yeah, <laughs> you could have just took Cincinnati spot. Facts. You yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I just don't, I just, I, and you already saw they are the best players are leaving. Yep, they're all leaving. A lot of players decommitted. Yep. Like these dudes weren't going there for Jackson State. No. Your school ain't like that yet. It's not. They're not. Your school is not like that yet. For where you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sustain that. And so to me, I just thought that he left prematurely. Yeah. Like there was a couple more moves that could have been made. To me, my thing is now I need you to be honest. Right. I don't want I don't want to hear the Deion Sanders preachy preacher talk and all that swag talk. I don't want to hear it. Just tell the truth. Come on, be, be like, if it's money, cool. Say that. Yeah, facts. Say don't lie. Say that. Cause you know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with saying you know what. I see all the money, all these other coaches. Yeah, you know what? I want to make a lot of money into Jackson State, um, and uh, at this point, you know, I mean, I'm kind of want to, you know, you know, I I want to start getting rewarded a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And and if they gave me offer, I couldn't refuse. Like, cool. Yeah. Um, or if it's like maybe I don't know if maybe you did have maybe you do actually have coaching aspirations. Say that, like yeah. you know, what actually do want to have a shot at, you know, the coaching NFL, at a bigger conference. Co- conf- you know what I mean? So, you know, or you could have to Jack State, but um, yeah. 
So, but to me, it just I I don't want to hear about you know I'm trying to help all these kids, all, all the students, because that's another thing I didn't like. You know, I'm you know I'm here to help all kids. We the only community that feels like we gotta we gotta put our we gotta hold our hand out to everybody. True, true. We the only community that gotta do that. Like why why you gotta they, what the fuck? If you look at the demographics at Colorado, yeah, he's. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know. He the impact that he could have had at Jackson State further. He's not gonna have in Colorado. No, Boulder is ninety percent white. Yep. It don't get no whiter than that. No, that means for every one black person you see or minority, you are gonna see nine white people. Yep. You know what I mean? You know how many fucking white people you gotta go through to see a black person? Jesus Christ. There's no so all the money that you that Colorado's gonna re, gonna generate. What black community is gonna generate? Because Boulder is ninety percent white, so yeah. the black community ain't gonna feel that. Nope. The school itself is sixty eight percent white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all the buildings that's gonna be built because of all the money you building in and all the stadiums, all that. You know what I mean? All the all the kids, you think more black kids gonna go to Colorado? No. I don't even want that. No. Like oh cool, but the kids going to Colorado. Good for Colorado. Yay. It's already a blue state anyway. I want them going to Jackson State, yeah. Tennessee State, Florida A&M, yep. Tuskegee, you know, Alabama A&M, all, right, all the schools. Like, this is where I want to, Texas State, like, this is where I want them to go. Lincoln. Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't, them, you know, Langston. Them going to, you know, that, and I guess for me, I, I don't know for me if it's, it's, if I feel guilty because I didn't go to HBCU. And, like, bro, when I tell you about 80% of my family with the BGP, I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah. My siblings, HBCU. A lot of my cousins, HBCU. Some of them uh, went to uh, Tennessee State. Um, one went to Morgan State. Yeah. Um, so it's just I, I feel it amongst them when they talk about it and all that kind of – I feel it. I hear right, about right. it and all the stories and all the love that they – you know what I mean? You know, that they be feeling for their school. And so to me, with D, I'm just like, bro, you could have did so much more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And once again uh, – also, I think for me, it's the it's that feeling of we're not good enough to keep our own. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just not good enough in general. Like, like we it, it's the age of like all right now 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 that you you've made it or whatever, I'm cool. Like ah, uh, yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I feel that I I feel it, but I I still understand that there is still a cap on our community. Like there, there is a point where at some point I mean, we talked about it with hip hop, right? It's just not enough of us sometimes. Yeah, and I, I do feel like HBCUs cannibalize each other in that regard, where you know you're trying to get all the black kids as you can, because it is it's it's a historic thing. It's part of our culture. It's part of our history. But at the same time, maybe we all shouldn't be lumped together. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's hurting us at this point. It's not doing us any more favors. Mm. Like you can still be an HBCU, but not have to always link up with HBCUs to do stuff. Like maybe maybe some school's going to have to be brave and be like, you know what? I want to link up with a different school to do something. Because mm-hmm. I, I see the money there. Yeah. And I just got to go do it. Because that, that's the real issue. It's money at it's this money. point. It's money. It's that, money. And that's and for me, when it comes to the institution, that's all I care about at this point. Yeah. I need, I need all y'all to start building. I need all these institutes to start building themselves up. Right. And, that, and that's what I'm thinking is that maybe, maybe us trying to do it all together as an HBCU community Maybe we just say, hey, it's been real. It's been fun. We all got to go out and expand beyond our own yeah. community to get the money we need to be where we 
all know we can be. Mm-hmm. Alabama, I've, I've seen Alabama, Alabama A&M a thousand times. Auburn's got a satellite campus that's two times as big in that city. Are you serious? I'm, I'm serious. It's in Montgomery. Oh, my God. We pass it all the time heading down to go visit our family in the uh, in the Mobile. There's an air base not too far from where they live. Mm-hmm. The satellite campus for Auburn looks bigger and better than Alabama A and M. Wow, I know that. I, I've, I've been, so I know. Yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Is that that already that you're already you're already a step down because other black people in Alabama are like, oh, Auburn's got a satellite campus right here. Yeah, you're it, it's out competing you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to start rethinking. Like, all right. What is what are they doing at their satellite campus that we can copy? What's Auburn doing? And you got to think about this, right? Because most black students who go into college don't go to HBCUs. Right. Most of them don't. And it's primarily, I think it's something. I think that kind of plays a part in it. It's like you go to these schools, like okay, so my siblings went to Lincoln, and I went to Lindenwood, and Lindenwood was now Division One. Um, at the time, it was just a D two school, right? Uh. It and I like it wasn't like some powerhouse or anything. No, but from a campus standpoint, it looks ten times better than Lincoln. They were in, they were in, literally they were both in the same conference. Yeah, but it's some. So I think if you're like if you're a black student and you go to these schools, you want the I want the I want the, uh, I want the fresh coat of paint. Right, you want <laughs> the nice. You know, you want the the nice dorms yeah. and the big nice campus and. You want Chick Fil A on your on the on? You know what I mean? Right, we you got Chick Fil A and Qdoba. Right, like, I, I got that. For lunch, yeah, and that dinner. My, that was my lunch. <laughs> Shout out to Lindenwood for sure. Um, now Starbucks on campus too now. Yeah, like you want that stuff, and I think the problem with HBCUs is they keep trying. They preach you on black, 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 black. So they're wanting you to take the sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Come to us. You know what I mean? There's only a few schools to me that's like I think that's like worth it. Howard, Howard, uh, Morehouse. Yep. Spellman. Yep. You know what I mean? The rest of them is like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, so to me, and there's other ones too. I just didn't think on top of my head. There's some other ones that are pretty good. Her Tennessee State. Tuskegee. Um, but to me, it's just one of those things where I just feel like I thought Deion Sanders, what he did, had he kept building up a little bit more, I think it would have been a nice recipe for some other schools to be like, all right, so maybe that's how we got to go about doing it. Yeah. And we got to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, maybe it, w- it would entice some of some other prime time like people yeah. to be like, all right, I'm going to HBCU, whether it's on the basketball side. Right, basketball, football. Yeah. Because um, really, if I'm being honest, the only thing HBCUs have going for them are, are the learning aspect. Mm-hmm. Like they do bring in great professors, things like that. But on the academic side, that's where the money flows. Yeah, and you need that because again, people don't. I don't. I don't know every great professor that's going to be at every college. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that. Even if you got them, it doesn't matter because football, basketball, that stuff sells. Yeah. When I when I turn on the championship game and I see Jackson State at a bowl game, bowl game, that changes the trajectory of Jackson State. You know. Yeah. Like that's, that's like oh shoot I didn't know I didn't know I could go to Jackson State why they could they competing in a bowl game right now they, they compete in a big one yeah that would that would change the tra- that would change the trajectory of Jackson State immensely because now all the kids are like you know who are 18, 17, they're watching these games like oh 
what's going on at Jackson State? They win in games. Why can't I go there and win games too? Be on the TV, make make my NFL dream come true. Like that's the trajectory that we should have been on. Yeah. With Jackson State. It not has to be all HBCUs, but at least with Jackson State, I feel like that could have been the trajectory. We're seeing them in January at a big bowl game. And 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 it hypes kids up to want to go there. Cause that's 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 what kids want to go to Ohio State. Yeah, sports. Like, it's sports. It's sports. Like when I see him on TV, I want to be there. I haven't heard one. I'm not kidding you. I've never heard one person go. You know what, man? Ohio State. I got to go to Ohio State because they got that great. Uh, they got that great science program. Never heard. Never of heard it. of it. Never. Literally, <laughs> never. I'm, in fact, the only schools. It's not that many that are big that are really big yeah. that I've heard of from a academic standpoint. Stanford, Stanford Duke. Um. Now I can break you down by programs. Uh, Indiana Bloomington has a nice, I think, journalism program. Yeah. Mizzou has a nice journalism yep. program. Georgetown is a really good school. I heard really good things about Notre Dame. Yes. Um, and then after that, right? They all kind of the same, bro. They are. Like as far as reputation, yeah. They all kind of the same, and this school ain't no really better than that one. They all, yep. you know, what I mean, I'm sure they got their own programs that they're probably known from. Right, but when you're talking about schools where the academic shines just as much as the, as the yeah. athletics. There's like a handful, like right? Literally, Vanderbilt's another really right. good. I'm sorry, I forgot about that one. Um, but after that, it's just like is Kentucky that much better than Louisville? No, from a, from a, from no, it's sports. You sports. know what I'm saying? Sports. Like you know, so to me, I just thought that there could have been so much more. And personally, like this is what if, if if in a perfect world, what I would do, I would cut down on how many HBCUs first off exist. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. By like a lot. I would almost cut it in half. I would break up the swag. Yep. Put, you know. Yeah, all, all y'all going to get put in another conference somewhere. Yeah, you start the process putting them in another conference and just see what happens with that. And another thing that I, and I'll leave with this, that I, a lot of people don't understand, because I saw a lot of pundits talking, like black ones who are like happy for Dion. The problem is, and this is another problem, there's not a lot of HBCU, like, representation on tv as yeah. far as like pers- it, yeah, media, media it, it, in the media personality yeah, yeah. yeah. She, shannon sharp's one because he went to savannah state right. and Stephen smith is too um but like it's just over it's, it's still it's that you yeah. just you just mentioned two yeah. out of there's a lot of black personalities yeah. in the sports media realm so the the rest of them you could i could tell they don't have any connection to it, but the way they was talking about it, right? They was like, "Well, they just, they just, they like, they're just the business of college sports. They just how it happens." I'm like, I could tell, right? You don't, you didn't go to, you didn't go to those schools, so it doesn't. So you don't feel, you don't feel it, yeah. You don't feel it, you know what I mean? Right, you went to a power five school, so. right? And you don't really, you don't hang around people, or you none of your families went to it either, right? Right? Because I didn't go to one, but again, my family did, so right. I feel it, you know. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, I think this is going to sting, and I think HBCUs are going to fade. I do, too. And I people go, you know, now it's on us. Well, it, it was, was always on us. It was always on, it was on us before Dion and Cliff. You saw how far we got without, without him. So yeah. if it's just on us to do it, then, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dog. I don't know. Let's move on, dog. Yeah, but uh, the next thing uh, that has been big news this week was the release, finally, of Brittany Griner. Right. I think that happened Tuesday or Wednesday. One of the two. I cannot remember. Thursday? Um, maybe Thursday. I don't remember. Yeah. Actually, I remember it dropped. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but the trade that we thought was going to happen was going to happen. It was Brittany Grinder for the Merchant of Death, as they call him. Victor Bout, right? Yeah, Victor Bout. Uh, if you ever watched, was the Nicolas Cage movie? Uh, Lord of War? Lord of War. Uh, that movie's basically about him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings. One, I am glad she's home. Right. Two, I hate that we still traded this nigga for. Mm-hmm. I, it's so mixed feelings. Yeah, it's just like damn. Did it have to be him though? Anybody else? Okay, fine. Um, but I still also go back to our conversation that we had months ago. Had the media not made a stink, I feel like she would have been home sooner. I agree. Like, I agree. I feel like they, I feel like Russia would have had no leverage, and they were like, "All right, fine, fuck, have her." And this would have been a non-issue because mm-hmm. like, "Shit, we ain't got no leverage." But I think there's a lesson for the media because I think the media does play a part in this at this point, where it's like sometimes you got to know when to shut up, kind of let shit play out. Right. Like this was the opportunity where it's like, you know what? Yeah, we do know she's overseas. We do know she's been detained. But let's not put any pressure on our government who's got to make the deal happen. Right. Because if we do it, that means that they know. Because we're the largest country in the world. Everyone's watching our every move. For sure. They watch our media. They watch everything. So if they know that people want her back, they're going to put up a fight. Mm-hmm. I, that, I'm pretty sure that's what happened with the dude from North Korea. Where the North Korea was like, oh, y'all want him? We're going to sit here forever until he pretty much dies in prison. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, there was a there was a guy who got he was busted in North Korea for a really dumb thing, and there was like a lot of petitions to Obama at the time. We get him home, get him home, get him home, get him home, and it took a couple years to get him home. And by the time they got him on the plane, he was like dying, like he was that like badly treated in North Korea. Shit. But the pressure was on the U.S. to get him home. It wasn't on North Korea to give him up. Right. So that's that's what happens. Like I think the media. There's a lot of media lessons that have to be learned where it's like sometimes we just have to kind of trust that the process is working as intended and we don't got to put no extra pressure. I think I agree with that. I think the it's a it's, it's a, the problem is um with, with especially black people we feel like all right if we don't say like if if we don't say anything then it's just going to get swept under the rug. Right, that's how that's people that's feel. Yeah, yeah, that's no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's you know fair. what I'm saying. They yeah. feel like they're like. So we we gotta we want to keep saying something so they know. Right. Hey, we ain't forgot about her. Y'all better do something. We gonna keep making this stink about this. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, but it's a thin line between because I keep uh, one thing I've learned through this breeding grind. I, I've been saying it. I said it when we talked about it before. And I say it now. You really learn how much people in America yeah, don't understand. Do not yeah. understand internet. The just in. International politics. politics. Yeah. They yeah. don't understand it. They don't get it. Yep. They think of that simple as she's over there. Well, let's go get her. No. no we can't just like just like it's not as simple as we got somebody. You know people, how many people from other countries are prison in the United States? Yeah. You think you think it's as simple as they just come come home and just get No, it's no. not that's not how it works. It's just diplomacy has to be done. Yep. Um and I was with you. I was like, damn, we had to give up this dude for her. But then I thought of thinking about it, and I was like, Man, if if I was I thought about this, I said this in the comment section. I was like to somebody, I was like, bro, I don't even know you. Right. Dude commenting. I don't even know you. If you was overseas in Russia in prison for some bullshit, and they was like, yo, to get him back, we gotta give him up. There there, there there's you got to play in certain... You, you can't play in the uncertain, you got to play in the certain. You can't right, play in the right. unknown, you got to play in the known. I know if I give him up, I'm getting you back. Yeah. Now, I don't know what he's going to do when he's back True. in the wild. I don't know. 
maybe it's reformed. Maybe Russia kill him off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe Russia be like, all right, tell us what you know. What you give up? All right, here's some water. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. True. <laughs> you true. know what I mean? But I. But so it's like. But I don't know that. I right. don't know, and I can't really worry about that now. My, I can't. That's true. I gotta. I, I know they said this is what's gonna take you get somebody. I. You know what I'm saying? Right. I get that. I. Get you know that. what I mean? So it's just one of the things where it's like, and people go, man, you couldn't get Paul Whelan back. No, you couldn't. The reason why it is, and and him staying over there lets me know that Russia really feels like because he gets espionage. Espionage, like, yeah. Like he nah, did some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like nah, he got to stay over here. Yeah. And and it's funny because people are like, you know, the U.S. is like, oh, he's over there for it's not like whatever. It's like baseless or whatever. It's like yeah. well. It's not baseless enough that Russia's not giving what, him up. It's like, well, it's like, of course, that may, like, that's not, you You saying it's not saying nothing. Because right. Russia, they don't, they, they think homeboy should be back over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't, like, of course, you going to say, like, you going to say whatever it's, to, you going to, of course, you going to, you know, because it's propaganda. Right. So you going to say whatever it takes to say, you know. Yes. Because he, could he, could he be a spy? Maybe. Maybe. Shit, we got a bunch of niggas doing a lot of things across this world <laughs> yeah. that we don't know about. Right. Your next door neighbor could be a spy. Yeah, like it's a bro. It's 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 out. It's, it's a yeah. bunch of art. Just doc- documentaries. You'd be surprised of all the wild, devious, dirty, grimy people we got. Not people, but like no, but you, if, the if, jobs if, that we if, send if, people if, out to if, do if in this you've world. Looked up just espionage in general. Yeah, you understand that it's it goes deep. Yeah, in the fifties, it was wild. You had people who was living to people for years. Yeah, it's like oh, they got busted as a spy. I'm like, word. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it works out there. So. Yeah. Could he have been a spy? Yes, probably. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do think that he got busted being a spy mm-hmm. in some in some sort of fashion. Yeah. But uh, but also, I, I looked at the terms too. I I do, I do look at Russia was smart. They gave Brittany Griner nine years. Stu Victor had ten years left on his sentence. Mm-hmm. It's an equivalent exchange technically on legal terms. Yeah. It really is. They were smart about it. They said, "All right, Brittany, night, because we can't, we can't go back and give this other nigga nine right." Because I said that I was like, if they, I, I think I said I was like, if they give her a a, a light sentence, we gonna tell her to eat that. Yeah. If they would give, I swear to God, Bryce, if they would have given her five years or less, we would have told Brittany Griner to eat that. Facts. We would have been like, yeah, you gotta eat that. One, two, three, four. You gotta serve that bit. Yeah. Maybe you'll get out good terms, good times, whatever it's called. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like good, whatever. We would have told her to eat that, but you were right. They were smart. They made sure that her sentence was long enough to where, you know, it, like you said, match homeboys. It, 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 it pretty much mirrored his sentence. Yeah. He, the, the amount of time he had left on his sentence. So it was like, well, shit. And they move, and they kept moving her to like worse and worse conditions. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, hey. You might not hear from her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know it, it was some devious shit. Yeah. They, they played. They played. They had. The, they had the upper hand. They played it smart. Um, but again, I'm not. That's not to say I do. I am glad she's back from Russia. Oh yeah, me too. There are more conversations that do need to be had about women's sports in America in general after this. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I was reading some article, and someone explained that you know, Brittany Griner makes. Like two times, two times as much playing in Russia than she does for the WNBA. Right, that's a problem. Like if you don't want this to happen again, well, also just be also be smart on how you travel. Be smart. Know where you're going. Know where you're going. Know but, the rules. But know the laws. Know the customs. If it's money that's involved, money is encouraging you to go play in a country where it's really risky to be. Yeah. At a lot of times, then that's on women's sports in America to cover the difference. Okay. They can make that much more money not being here and playing the same sport 
we got to figure out how to fix that yeah. eventually we got to figure out how to at least make it so it's like i don't want to play in russia this year i made enough this year i don't want to play in russia this year yeah like that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it's got to you got to make the same money but we at least need to make it harder to say uh, russia's not offering enough at this point mm-hmm. you know china's not offering enough you know a place where clearly my life could be in danger at any moment because our government and their government don't fuck with each other mm-hmm. we need to make it at least a little bit harder to see like the money isn't the reason why i'm going over there right that's what i'm saying makes sense um but yeah, so i am I'm, i am happy she's back um and it, was, it could lead to a conversation about <clears throat> women's especially women's basketball and them being paid and all that kind of stuff um, also, so like I said, it's also so this learning lesson yeah. about traveling and making sure yeah. you just kind of know know where you're going and know what the climate is. Yeah, like all right, before let me see like, before I just go to type, just just check. Yeah, just see what's going on. If I'm going to Spain, let me make sure there's not a revolution. Yeah, yeah, revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the good time. Like right now, it's probably not a good time to go to, like Hong Kong or something. Right. Yeah. Probably not a good time to go. No. You know what good. I'm saying? So it's just, I just think you know, just be, be smarter about it. Um, like I said, but man, we as a country, as a people, definitely just start being more aware of the world. Yes, and how it impacts us. Yeah, us as individual citizens of the United States of yeah. America. Yeah, because you'll be surprised how a situation in some little South American country, you know, as we saw in and you know in in, in the eighties, you know what I mean, you had a bunch of stuff yeah. pop out. Like you'll be surprised how. Stuff can pop up. We see with the Middle East. Yeah, you know, much, the, the middle, look, middle, middle East is big, but the countries themselves aren't that big. Right. How much hell we've gone through with these countries dating back to the late seventies and yeah. early eighties. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just been a, like you'll be surprised how. In fact, we it's been a long. Most of our problems, believe it or not, from a th- actual fight standpoint, since since World War Two, have been with small countries. Yep. Vietnam, Vietnam, um, we, Cuba, Cuba, Ku- we was we the Kuwait thing, we, yeah. you know what I mean, and Iraq and Iran, Afghanistan, like we are dealing with small, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like smaller be, country. countries, countries that you think to, why are we why are we dealing with? That's just how the world works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it just it just uh, we need to, as a country. Uh, I don't know if that starts in the classroom, but we as a whole definitely need to get better with yeah, understanding. Understanding our government's role in conflicts yeah. and how that will affect us tra- just, tra- just traveling abroad, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, like, okay, I don't want to travel to Iran. Mm-hmm. Why? American U.S. beef it. I don't want to be over there. Yeah. I just don't want to be over there. Right. So, yeah, but I'm glad she's home, though. Yeah. Um, I've seen some ugly comments. I've seen some really bad ones, too. Um, I, it's just weird because that's, that's the nature of the online media that I don't like. Where people just can't appreciate that she's back. Yeah, like that. Like we can't just all agree. We're glad she's not in Russia. We can talk about all the semantics of why, who, what, where, why, and when. We can't just appreciate that she's back. Yeah, and also the thing with the Victor Bell thing. Cut the crap, people. Yeah. He was causing the mayhem, and you didn't know who the hell he was. No, he was he was in line and screaming at because they screaming at. At, at the at the McDonald's person because the ice cream machine broke again. Right. Like let's stop acting like let's stop acting like you care. Right. Because he gonna go back into the world 
And he, could, he, he could do the exact same shit. And you ain't going to be. And we're not going to know. None, right. We won't know. You know what I'm saying? It took a movie Lord of War for us to figure and out. We, like, and that movie came out how long ago? And that it, was in the early 90s, 2000s? And, and, or late and we 90s, didn't know, 2000s? And we really didn't know who Victor Bout was until, for, mo- for most people, yeah. including myself, until earlier this year when the whole Brain Grinder thing popped off. True. Yeah. So, like, let's stop back and let people go, man, we gave up this dude. Like, like and, and, I don't think people understand is, this is how you know uh, he, 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 you know, they really wanted him back and we really wanted her back. We have other Russian people in the United States. Yeah. They he ain't him. the only one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't yeah. the only one. We got other criminals that they yeah. can have. Yeah. They, they just, they wanted him back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, the, obviously, the, you know, that, that, that was the deal. It was Brittany for him. You know, at the end of the day, she was a, a chess piece that they used to get what they want. We couldn't just leave her over there. Yep, we could. You couldn't. You, you couldn't. couldn't. She's not built for that. She's, Nobody's built. You know for what that. I mean? Like she ain't. Like at least you can say with Paul, if he was dealing espionage, when you take on that type of role and you get caught, you know what the concepts can be. Yeah. You know, I'm just. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying when you enter a certain profession, whether it's being in the military, yeah. you know what could come. What you're with signing that. up for, right? Yeah. Brittany Grinder was playing basketball. She was not. She wasn't built for she, it, you know what I mean? I, I say it then, I say it now. She was a political hostage. Yeah, for sure. This isn't an espionage charge, which is that's real charges. The United States would charge someone with espionage. Any other country can charge another American with espionage. Those are real crimes yeah. against somebody's country. Against somebody's country and government. Mm-hmm. She was playing basketball. She got caught with a vape pen with a little bit of TCH oil in it. Yeah. Come on. Right, come on. Some of, y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all be run through an intersection and be and, and tell the cop, "Can you just let me go?" Right. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, some of y'all be complaining. I just seen y'all be pissed off at in court for a ticket. Yep. For something that was like, come and on, they, bro. They, come on. So like, on. Uh, it definitely to me, you know, it's just my, you know. But again, I'm glad she's home. I'm glad she's home before the, you know, before Christmas. Yeah. With her family and, um. Who knows what she had to deal with traumatically? She definitely gonna need to see somebody and talk to somebody. Yeah. Um. I know the government's interested to probably talk to her and get some information. Yeah, I, I think uh, they definitely want to know how they treated her. Yeah. Because again, that gives the U.S. leverage going forward, where it's like, yeah, you didn't treat her right. Yeah. We got a we got a problem. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm glad she's back. Yeah. yeah. Um. Continue from that. Uh, there was an article that you sent me mm-hmm. going into basketball still, staying in that realm, For about sure. Trey Young and other young stars taking the next step towards superstardom. I right. Guess the, I guess the way he, he put it. And um, it's a good read. Uh, if anyone finds it, it's a very good read. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, What prompted you to find the article one? So I saw a story um, about Trey Young got into it with Nate McMillan before a game. Left the game before the game. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wanted more information about like what what took place, and that article popped up, so I just clicked on it, and uh, just read it, um, because it just had me thinking about, uh, just a lot of the young players in general. Yeah. Right. I thought about Luca, and I'm like, you know, we're a good team, um, but. We are just the Luca show right now. And I started to think about a lot of other young players yeah. in the league. And it's true. Yeah. Right? It, it it takes a lot to be the man. Yeah. 
Now everybody can be the man. That's true. That's you know what I'm saying? True. Scotty thought he could be that guy. Right. He was not that guy. And it takes more than talent. Yes. It takes more than that. It takes more than athleticism, right? To be the guy. Because contrary to popular belief, while while everybody puts out a top 10 list every year, out of that top 10 list, there's only like five or six guys, maybe seven or less, who are legitimate could be the best player on the title contending team. That is true. Right? And But it's, but in order to be one of those guys, you, you have to encompassate all of things. You're right. Yep. You can't. And a lot of these young players right now, they're trying to figure it out. The problem is, I think it's, it's happening at an accelerated pace for a lot of them. Like, you're Trey Young. How, look up how old he is. He, he, I wouldn't shock me if he's 26 or yeah. 5 or something like that, right? You're Trey Young, right? You've been voted into the All-Star. 24. As, he's only 24 years old. You've been voted by the fans as a starter in the All-Star game. I mean, fans like you. Yep. Your team has made the conference finals before, and your organization is now pressing, right? right? They make the big trade for Deontay Murray. You yep. know what I'm saying? So, like, they're, 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 so like it's going at hyper speed. And you're you're only twenty four. Yeah, you for you yeah, probably think I got like yeah. fourteen years left in this thing. He he hasn't even reached his technical prime, which would be in the years of twenty seven to like thirty thirty one. Yeah, that's his those are prime years. Right, he's two years, no, three years under where that starts. Mm-hmm. And they're already saying that you got to go win a championship. Right. So I, with a lot of these players, it, it it one thing first first off the media has to. Chill. chill, yeah. We gotta chill with the whole. To me, I'm 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 gonna say it right now. From now on, unless the I don't want to hear no more. Hey, they gotta win a championship. You should to me. You should have to be in the league for at least seven or eight seasons. It was the same thing with like. Like going into that eighth season, like you're coming off back to back playoff appearances. Yep. Not like. Not like some KG shit where you make the playoffs and you don't make it for some years. Yeah. You make the Western Conference Finals and you don't make it for some years. Like, I mean, like, you like, like Damian Lillard. All right, bro. All right, right you made yeah. the playoffs a lot. Right. You made the Western Conference Finals a lot. You know, all right, is it? It's you championship gonna, time yeah, now. You, like, you, it, it is now officially championship right. time. You're good enough to make the playoffs. Right. And we believe you're good enough to be the best player on a championship team. Mm-hmm. Like, we can see that now. Yeah. And it took us a while to get to that point where, uh-huh. like, all right, it, like forget all like when we're going to Portland, forget all of the bullshit. It's championship time. Yeah. we don't want to see another Western Conference Finals. None of that. We want to see you win a championship. Yeah, so it's like all right, a lot of these guys, they just I feel like we don't we don't give them the chance to to grow into the players that they possibly could be. Yeah, right. Because every player, some players come out the gate shooting. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Yep. Um, LeBron. LeBron went to the his finals his fourth year in the league. Tim Duncan. Yep. Um, you know, like Shaq. Yep. Like some guys come out swinging. Some guys takes time. Steph. Yep. Giannis. Yep. Jordan. Yeah. Like it takes Kobe. Well, after Shaq left, it took Kobe actually a couple years to become the Kobe who could win without Shaq. Kobe. Kobe won the title in 2 Didn't win again until oh nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro. By the time he won again, had it. Shaved his head and a new number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he, like 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 it took it took time. Yeah, like it it, it, it just that maturation process. Yeah, you know, not every, it, not, it doesn't happen for everybody right away. And to me, but these players also got to do it themselves too. There, there, there has to be a point, and I think that's what the article does kind of bring up. Is like, all right, you have to go now from superstar to 
developing as a leader on your team. Mm-hmm. And I think that is important is that as you as you grow into this process, he's 24. These next two years, you got to start becoming the vocal or just some sort of leader on your team. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be vocal, but you should be, you know, you should know what the coach wants from everybody, right? And you should be able to to articulate that to people. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now, like, hey, I know you're new here. I know this, that, the third, this is going to happen. This is what we expect. This is what we expect of you. And the coach only have got to say that you step in and be that kind of bridge between the coach and and the players. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a leadership process that's got to happen where. You're you're not just viewed as the best scorer, but if we need something as a teammate, we can we can press you to get for, to get that. Yeah. Uh, also, it, it doesn't happen for everybody. We've seen what happens when that 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 step forward isn't taken, right? We've seen with James Harden in yep. Houston. Um, we see it with Carmelo Anthony in Denver and New York. Uh, we see what happened with Kyrie Irving and pretty much every stop he's been at outside yeah. of Cleveland because they had LeBron James there. Um, when the step isn't taken, when it when that when that neck, it's just you, you just become kind of just like a uh, a good player. Yeah, a good player. He's a really good player. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, like, like I said, most of those guys you just mentioned, Hall of Famers. Yeah, yep, sure, for sure. But first ballot. Do we think that you could ever be the best player on a championship team? No, not anymore. No, not anymore. Um. And I'm curious, uh, what how an organization helps foster that, like, because at some point, I think you need to see that as well as a player. Yeah, like you need to see. Well, I think it's no different taking it to a football, right? Where we see that okay, this this quarterback is going to be our quarterback of the future. Right. All right. Audible. Those are you now. You should know football well enough. That when you see something, you audible out of it, and we're not even going to question it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the same type of thing in basketball, where you see something, you make a change, we don't even question it because we trust that you're the leader of this team, that you see the change, and you can articulate what needs to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's that same type of process where, as a coach, I'm going to give you certain keys to the offense or to the defense, and you run with it, and you make a change. Cool. We'll talk about. We'll talk about it in a film session, just you and me sometime on another time, what you see, but in the game, I'm going to give you certain keys. You're going to run with it. And I, I shouldn't take those away too soon when, if things don't go the way we think they do. Right. I think that's the other part too. Cause I feel like sometimes you give the keys to somebody and mess up once and you just snatch them right back. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that could also hurt. Uh, but back to my thing about veteran, I think, I think, because I, I basically just think about all the players I named, right? Magic yeah. Johnson got to be in a locker room with a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's true. Tim Duncan got to be in a locker room with a David Robinson. True. Right? Like, you see some of these guys, you know. Who who are who you're replacing. Yeah. Right. Or just, you see, just veterans, though. Like, like Shaq, he got to see Brian Shaw and Scott true. Skiles when he first got to the league. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get to see some of the veteran players and you go, oh, okay. Like, this is how... Maybe this is how it should be done. You know what I mean? LeBron wasn't really able to see. He had success right away, but he wasn't really able to get to see it until he got to Miami. So yeah. how D Wade did it. True. Like true. So a lot of these young players, you know, whether because think about it, if you think about Ja and Memphis, right? Who's the actual like? No disrespect, but I'm not. I'm not buying it. Stephen Adams is some. He's a. He appears to be a great guy, but he. I don't. He doesn't appear to be like a vocal guy. No. Right. No. So I'm like, I don't. He. So I think he's learning it. 
as he goes along. Yeah. Same for Trey Young. You, you look in Atlanta. Lou Williams? He's not on the team anymore. Um, no, and hell no. Uh, um, who's the one dude who plays the two guard? Uh, Jeff Collins? No. Who? Uh, who? Dude who plays the two guard, who was playing the two guard at one point. Is he still there? Uh, I, I, most of his best players have been young teammates. Yeah. So and and same for Luca now in in Dallas. Like he really hasn't had what I a would call veteran, yeah. a legitimate. He, he, yeah, played, he, he, he has played he had, with he, veterans. He, he had Dirk for like what the year? You two years? Something like, like a one year, I think. Like one, one year. Two, yeah. So, but but in terms of like the the consummate veteran. Yeah. No. Right. So it, a lot of these guys are trying to, especially it's one thing. It's also also different when a veteran that plays too that you can like. And I think that's where, where the Celtics made the right decision to bring back Al Horford. Yeah, the young guys needed Al Horford because mm-hmm. they needed a veteran who was going to help them through that maturation process. Mm-hmm. Like we saw that when Al Horford was there, they played a little bit differently, mm-hmm. and the the young guys took another step. I think that's that's the perfect example. And he plays example. too. That helps. And he plays too. But yeah. that that also, I think that's where you look and you see like I think they can take that next step because mm-hmm. Horford's there. They have a veteran that they can clearly rely on. All of them really, because that's still a young team. Yeah. Um, and not every veteran is the right veteran. True. Just because you've been a lead for 15, 16 years, don't make you the right veteran. No, like, I, I like Hor- Nick I'll- Young was a veteran, and I don't think I don't I, I don't only thing Jordan Clark learned from him was where to go to get a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? No, true, true, like, true. Like, like, uh, like, so I, not- I was like, clearly, like, there's a guy that's gonna fit your locker room who's gonna help your young guys. For sure, right? Um, which guy do you truly believe? All the young players we got, we got in the league, right? We got a lot of them. Which guy do you feel like has the greatest potential to take that next step? Do you truly, do you really believe we'll figure it out? I really do think Luca will figure it out. Okay, um, and I think that's just because he also has the advantage of playing Euro basketball too. Mm-hmm. So he he does have other guys that's he, true that he can go to when he plays uh, Europe, European basketball mm-hmm. who are older who've been through this cycle. I think that's going to help him more than he. I, I don't know if he realizes it honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person after that. I wonder if you're, going th- wonder if you're thinking of the guy I'm thinking of. I'm thinking Zion. Me too. All right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I was thinking Zion. I, I, and I'm thinking Zion mm-hmm. because clearly through this injury. You got CJ too. Yeah. That's a veteran. That's a veteran. That's and, a nice... But also through this injury, the Pelicans have clearly not rushed him. Yeah. They pretty much said, nope, you're not ready. We don't care what the media says. You're not, you're not playing. Yeah. Get healthy. Came back. He's leaner than ever. More athletic now than I think he was previous his previous year mm-hmm. that he played. He's better. Yeah, he's taking a step forward. Had a nice win against uh, Phoenix. Yeah, like Phoenix, Phoenix got pissed, but uh, yeah, um, you don't but, want me dunking. Don't don't stop me then. I, I I feel like the Pelicans have learned from their AD mistake and are like, no no no, Zion, we want to keep you here and we're gonna do everything it takes. But if, even if that means you're pissed that you're not playing. Sorry, but we got to get you back healthy, healthy. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we're going to make sure that the team's ready for you when you come back. But you get healthy. You get ready to play basketball. When we feel like, yes, come out here, play, everything's ready for you to succeed. Right. I, I feel like that's going to be – like the Pelicans are my team to like surprise everybody with how deep they make it in the playoffs. Hmm. I think they still second round and out. Let's look at the world second round and out. Okay. I think they – I don't see them in a seven-game series – 
beating Golden State. No, I I don't see them beating an established team. Yeah. But I do think people will be surprised at how well they do play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I thought about that. Because who knows with the Clippers? Who knows what the hell's going on with them? No. Uh, the Lakers look better, I, but it's not going to yeah. do anything. I don't. The Denver, I don't, no. I don't trust Denver. Yeah, I don't. We'll see what Phoenix does. Yeah. Um, Phoenix has a lot to figure out, too. Yeah, they do. Um, and there's another young guy who, it's it's, it's his time now. Like, mm-hmm. let's, if, if we're if someone who needs, who should be on track to be the leader of their team, it is Devin Booker at this point. I'm going to say something that I don't think people are going to like, but I don't care. And this is, this is, and this is somebody who, has been a Devin Booker fan for a long since he's you know yeah. since his days in Kentucky. I think this is this is him. You're probably right. I'm not gonna I think lie. This is him as a player. You're, you're, I just think you this are is probably how, right. This is I don't see him getting any better. I just I could be wrong. I'm loving if I'm wrong, but I think this is kind of just who he is, um, game wise. Yeah. I don't see that getting any better. Um, that's not a bad thing. I mean, no, no, no. His game's good. Yeah, but there's definitely that was, that was, extra nuance of you leading your team. Yeah. We don't see you don't see it. I don't yeah. And I, I He's don't at the bottom him. of the list for guys who I'd be like, we'll make that move. Well so him, at, the, at this point at, at this point, this is it for him. Yeah. If 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 they still kind of flame out, I'm not blaming Chris Paul anymore. It's you, Devin no, Booker. I'm still, Dave, I'm, I'm still like, I mean, I, we we can't. I'm I'm not blaming him anymore because it's if it's Kanye clear. can blame him. Did I? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even here when that stuff happened. Bro, that was crazy. Bro. That was crazy. Come on, before I go to bed, let me ruin your life. Yo, hey, don't ruin my life at night, fam. Yeah, give me the day. Right, like ruin, like like ruin mine, like in the beginning of the morning, so I got t- I could put together a PR, get together with my team. Bro, I'm going to bed. <laughs> now I gotta like sleep on the couch. My wife got the side eye at me. You know what I'm saying? Because right. well, one, I don't believe it. Right. I don't believe it. One. Right. One, I don't believe it. Yeah. I just don't. Two. But what if it was true? But true. If it's true, that means Kanye's a cuck. Because while he's he been there, first, first off, he probably did. No, no, he did. His first. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently, back um, because he's notorious. We can have talk about. I don't yeah. care. It was you know he's notorious for for. Telling people his business first off without them asking, and telling random people like, oh, okay. like let's just say we're in a room with him and me and you know him, yeah. But some other people don't. He'll still tell, say some shit that probably just been for, just meant for us. But he'll tell everybody. Oh, so okay. apparently, back in the day, I want to say circa Life of Pablo tourish. Okay, so he, 2014, 2015? Nah, nah, nah. like no, right probably like sixteen, sixteen, like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was bragging about sleeping with Christina Milian. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so you know, yeah, so they were it was just a bowl. It was a mess. Yeah, but one yeah, yeah. still, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe. I it. don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. Nah. Um, but yeah, but for Devin Booker, it's like, listen, bro. Like we can't just keep we can't just keep saying, oh, it's the Chris Paul curse. Like now it's the Devin Booker curse at this point, bro. Yeah. Like you just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, that has to be the conversation with for Phoenix and Devin Booker. Are you? Let's go around the league now. Are you shocked at Boston? I am surprised how well they're playing. Mm-hmm. I still thought they'd be like two or three, top three, but right now they're playing at a level that I'm not. I was not ready for mm-hmm. at c- coming off of a a loss in the finals. Right. Um, I am surprised at the level that they're playing and all the stuff that went on in the off season too. 
losing Ime Udoka to a scandal, um, which at this point, I don't know why the why Boston's keeping him. They don't need him at this point. Well, I think they're just waiting for another team to to pick him up, so they ain't got to pay him. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, but right now it's like okay, like clearly, like talent is driving is the driving force right now, and I'm I'm I am surprised about that. You know what? You know what? How I should have saw this coming. After the finals, I was one of the people who was making an argument that I felt like Jalen Brown was the best player, mm-hmm. and was throughout the playoffs, I thought he was just better than Tatum. Yeah. That should have been my first sign that this team had a potential. Yeah. Because if I'm saying that the, who, that the player who everybody's saying is the second best player is the best player, could I'm like, I didn't imagine what happens if the people who... If, the person if, the, if, if, the, if, if everyone who, who who's supposed to be the best player starts playing like the best player. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's a scary thought when yeah. you do think about it. And now the best player... Is playing like the best player on their team is leading the MVP candidate, and the second best player is still playing like like how I thought he was. Yeah. So damn, yeah. Now you got this. Damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when you got two wings like that, right? When yeah. you got two guys flying off the handle like that, Jordan and Pippen. Yep. D Wade and, and LeBron. It's that's almost unstoppable. It's nasty. It's um, and and they have done a great job of still keeping this roster. Mm-hmm. Fairly intact. They got rid of the the dead weight that they had to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Brought in some really nice accessory pieces. This is a dangerous team. Yeah. In the in the East, and I think for a fi- another finals run, they look focused. They do. They they look like it reminds you. I think it was the last team I think. I think it's it's almost like LeBron after he lost to your uh, Mavericks. Uh, mm-hmm. LeBron like that Miami team was on a no-bullshit run mm-hmm. after they lost to the Mavericks. It was clearly like, no, 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 no. We were supposed to win it last year. We will win it this year. Mm-hmm. It kind of almost feels like that, where it's just like they're locked in and they want to win. I thought about that. I also thought about the old 9 Lakers. Mm, that's another one. You know, you got you kind of got embarrassed, got smoked by the Celtics in 08. I mean, and they smoked them. Yeah. Came back. We winning it this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Oh, we went. It's our year. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, they they're just they're more they just move more sharp. Um, the Nets are starting to round. They got a so I got a buddy, another a guy I know was going. Uh, he was mad because he he had uh, floor seats to the Pacers game. Oh, really? Pacers. Oh, the one play, where they lost. Pacers playing the Nets. Yeah. Yesterday, and he was like, "Wait a minute, no KD, no Kyrie, no Claxton." No Joe Harris, no Seth Curry, fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, bro, that, those. I'm like, that's that's the Brooklyn Knots. Yeah. Like, like who? The f- like you know, uh, and they won. Yeah. Cam Thomas went off. They beat the Pacers. And I'm like, the Nets are starting to. It started to come together. Finally, started to come ben, together. ben Simmons is is. He was out too. He was uh, out, but but over the past couple of months, Ben Simmons has kind of got back to where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, KD is still KD. Yeah. Of the rotation seems like, I hate to say it, I'm sorry, Steve Nash, but your coaching was just kind of bummy, bro. Yeah, it was you, bro. It was you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and not the worst when you when you realize it's you're the problem. Yeah, that's the worst, bro. When you look in the mirror, it's like, shit, it was me. me. It was me. Like yeah. we, we, we could look at this Nets team, it's like, oh man, it was Steve Nash, wasn't it? Right. Like they, it, they just look better. Mm-hmm. The rotations look better. Yeah. Oh, 
you should never coach against Steve Nash. <laughs> Damn, I'm not going that far. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's never coaching. <laughs> but but you you can see it's like okay, coaching was the issue at this mm-hmm. point. Like it's start, starting to come together. Yeah, um, which makes them against again a scary team. I, do I still think they are better than like the the uh, Milwaukee Bucks? No, I still think Giannis beats handles them because he's that dude. But they're scary right now. If they keep playing like this, I got them beating Milwaukee. You do? Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know if they beat Boston. Yeah. I think it'll one. be a war. I do think it'll be a, a flat-out war. If, if if they play, if they happen to meet up with Boston in the playoffs again, it will go seven games. Yeah. It will not be a sweep. It will not be a sweep like it was last year. I assure you year. that. Um, um, those are the only teams right now that I'm still, like, confident in right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right now Nets- Boston, Milwaukee. Yeah. The West, I have no idea. It's wide open. It's wild, wild, wild West. Open. It is it is a wild West. Go ahead and get Will Smith out there singing his song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that horrible. It is such a but bad that's a good movie. song. Shout um, out Cisco. But right now, I'm still predicting it's an Eastern Conference win. Really? Yeah. Because I don't I don't see any team that just jumps out the page and is like yeah they're they're they are definitely mm-hmm. i have to wait to see what the second half of this season looks like for the nba mm-hmm. and what what a west what a change a western conference teams makes let me look it's at really, the standings real quick for the west are you go ahead and pull it up yeah because one should be uh, also the Cavs look good they do they do Cavs look good i i, I predicted them to, to replace us right now because my bulls are just yeah, hey, I saw ass, rumors bro. of uh, you know I me mean, trade packages. I know, <laughs> yo. Honestly, I, I'm not even mad, and I'm like, yo, you know what? That's not a bad one either. <laughs> Is it? But to me, y'all, you guys are unfair because you haven't had Lonzo Ball. I know, but I don't even know if we're going to ever get him back. I really don't yeah. know. Yeah, that was a risky contract, and it looked good at the beginning. It looked good, and then he had his knees still fucked up. Yeah, so it's like he just he made it just. He may just be one of those players where it just he may turn into like a what if. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's um, a dude I watch on YouTube. He calls he calls it um, it's a what do you call it? Stunted growth. Yeah, and stunted I, growth. Yeah, I would hate for Lonzo to be a stunted growth. So right now, first is Pelicans at seventeen and eight, Grizzlies at seventeen and nine, Nuggets sixteen and ten, Suns sixteen and ten, Kings fourteen and ten, Blazers fourteen and twelve, Clippers fifteen and thirteen. Warriors fourteen and thirteen, Jazz are at fifteen and fourteen. They falling out. My Mavs are thirteen and thirteen, five hundred. Timberwolves are five hundred, thirteen, thirteen, and then the Thunder and the Lakers, Spurs, and Rockets. Rockets only got seventeen. Yeah. Wins. So I guess the only team that I could make a a that would have that would have a little confidence in right now is Memphis. You do. I have confidence in Memphis that if if they were to make it to a Western Conference, they have to be healthy for me though. They have to be healthy. They but be if, healthy. If, if they're healthy, I can see them making out of the Western Conference Finals. Really? I could see it. Interesting. I would. I, I. I gotta. I still don't know who their two is. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, is it Jaron Jackson? His fouling out ass. Yeah. Is it Desmond Bain? His yeah. streaky ass. Is it Dylan Brooks? I hope not. No. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I do like their depth, though. I like. I like. I just like them as a team. Yeah. In general. If they were to make it to the Western Conference Finals and they have to play a Phoenix, I think they can take it to Phoenix. So that's why I disagree. I think if everybody's healthy and they're, they're, and they're playing, everybody's playing at their apex, 
there are like four teams I think knocks Memphis. Okay. Yeah, I, I I like the Clippers to knock them out. Okay. I like Port, not Portland. I like Memphis. I'm sorry. I I like uh, Phoenix to knock them out. Okay. I like Golden State to knock them out. Okay. I like the Clippers to knock them out. I like Denver to knock them out. Okay. Um. I, I, they need another. You you gotta have another. The, you guy. do. You, you do. gotta have another guy. Rules are rules. I don't make them. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Um, and John Morant isn't there yet. No, he's where not. He can just go supernova. He's not. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I'm not ruling out that that doesn't happen this year in a playoff room, or maybe just John just go supernova. I don't know. The last time we had a player go ape shit like that by himself. Hmm. And and get to the LeBron in 2018. Yeah. You know, and of course that was that that was he was carrying the hell out of that yeah. team. <laughs> you know, I, all my other examples, LeBron, LeBron, oh, LeBron, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And the last young guy to do it was LeBron in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um. So it, I don't see Jod going. Yeah. Oh seven, LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where it's yeah. just like, all right, is this dude? Yeah. Is, is that a human? Like, what is that? <laughs> what the hell is that out there? Where you score you know, 25 20, points in a row? Yeah, 25. Where you, where you averaging 25? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, more than that. Yeah, it was more than that. Yeah, but he scored 25 points in a row to beat Detroit. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talking about Chauncey and, Rash- and Rashid. You know what I mean? Dude, that, 20, 2018. Was, what, was, what was his playoff average in 2018? Some ungodly shit. Yeah. You know. It was, um, it was disgusting. Yeah, it, was, it was actually gross to watch because yeah. it's like, damn, and then y'all niggas, like, it's just the prop. Yeah. <laughs> Darren Williams, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Kyle Corver missed another shot. Cool. All right. Yep. Kevin Love, nowhere to be found again, huh? Cool. Yep. Um, but the it is it, it, West is weird. Uh, a team that I, I am waiting to see because I I do think the Clippers, Golden State, I don't see them hovering around where they are all year. Quick question about the Clippers. If you're Steve Ballmer and you're the owner of the Clippers, right? Y'all just money to two guys, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yep. At what point do you say, all right, I like the the players we have. I think we got a great supporting cast. Yeah. I like Toronto in 2019. Right. Maybe y'all ain't, maybe y'all just physically aren't up to task. Do you try to flip them for maybe a guy? I, I, I'm trying to think who's out. I don't know who's out there. It's, I'm just saying. Do you try to like maybe we maybe we dangle Kawhi in Chicago and we get more depth. Maybe we get yeah. DeRozan and I don't know Vucevic or something. I mean, maybe I, we flip and then we use Paul George and we send him to Portland. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to no because they ain't Portland want to take that trade. But I'm trying to think of a yeah. you another star player. Oh no! But maybe Washington. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you dangle. Bill. Hey, here, here's 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 Kawhi Leonard. Give us Bradley Bill. Or here's Paul George. Give us Bradley Bill. So now you got Bradley Bill, Vucevic, and DeRozan. Maybe just as a as a great as a talent pool with yeah. Kawhi Lu's coaching, you can get through the West. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe. You know um, but I think that's the move for for them right now. I don't I don't think relying on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Would you play this year out? Would you Would you give it one more time? Would you say, all right? We we think they'll be healthy by the playoffs. I do, I do. I, I don't give up on this until we are out of the playoffs mm-hmm. this year. Okay. And I and I and I mean like even if we make it, if we're a first round and out team, we we're we're, we're resetting. Yeah. We're gonna reset. We're gonna try to figure out how we can just bring in just talent. I wouldn't reset, but I we uh, have the conversation. Retool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There retool. We go. Re- yeah. Retool. Yeah. Retool. We retool. Paul George, quiet. Thank you for your service, but we definitely just want talent at this point mm-hmm. to try to see what we can do at that point. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think Kawhi is done. I really do. I think physically he just tapped out. I think I don't think that 
because it, it was a knee injury at first, and then it like progressively made its way down. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's got it anymore. Yeah. I, I just don't think that he. And if he does, it's a minute restrict. You, you go right back to Toronto, and I just minute restrict the hell out of you. And then I can't pay all the money to be minutes restrict. Hell no. No, hell no. So that, that that's why I think he's done because I don't think that contract is going to be worth it for people who realize that I got to restrict his minutes to make sure he makes it to the end of the season. Off the off NBA, unless you have something else to say. No, that was it. I want to go back to the, the NFL. Okay. I saw something I was thinking. No, no, actually college. Okay, college. Okay. Also, shout out to Caleb Williams winning the Heisman. Yes. Um, but I don't, I'm not careful talking about that. The transfer portal. Yes. And I didn't think about this until I watched a clip on YouTube about this. Have you ever thought about what happens to players who don't get signed anywhere? No. Because apparently there's, let me, let me see if I can find a stat. There's like a stat that like only like 30% of like uh, the transfer pl- like players actually like find new teams. Really? Let me see. Transfer portal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, 49% of the athletes who entered the transfer portals, so that's 6,703. Mm-hmm. In, ended up enrolled at a new school. 44%, 6,900 athletes are still exploring their op- options and have not moved to a new school. So that was two years ago. That was the stat. Right. So almost, it's a 50 50 split almost mm-hmm. where 50% go somewhere else and 50% have to go back. That's nothing. That's nothing I don't understand. It's like, can you go back? Yeah. Like, like is that a thing? I don't know. Because if yeah. I'm a coach, I don't know if I want. I want you, you back. Yeah, you put, you you want you wanted to leave. I filled your position already. Yeah, you said you like, wanted to leave. yeah. Because remember, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a. Hmm. All right. This article was written by ESPN. Okay, let me see. By Tom Van Haren, November 9, twenty twenty two. Uh, let me see. Okay, transferring using a portal, which launched in the fall of 2018, has become a staple of college football, even more so after the NCAA eliminated a rule in April 2021 that required transfers to set out a year at their new university. The rule granted them a one-time waiver to transfer without penalty and with immediate eligibility, and it opened the floodgates of player movement. 1,695 FBS players entered the portal in the 2019-20 cycle, and that number increased to 3,885 I'm sorry, 3,085 in 21-22. We've seen the results on the field in 2020. 10% of FBS starters were transfers. This season, that number nearly doubled to 20.9% according to Sports Source and Analytics. The new rule, however, has been has been an adjustment, an opportunity for f- football programs, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Okay, so now there's a twist of how the transfer portal works. To limit the uncertainty around scholarship numbers and streamline the process for players, the Division I Council approved in August new transfer window days for when players can enter the portal. Instead of being able to leave a school at any time, players now have to enter the portal within set dates. The first window opens the day after the championship teams are selected, so just okay. recently, so which will be December 5th, right. and closes 45 days later on January 18, 2023. There is an also a 50-day spring period from May 1st to the 15th to enter the portal. Okay. Um, uh, let me see. So, hmm, trying to figure out. 
says no. Do players have to transfer during the new windows? No. Uh, the windows are meant for players to enter their names into the portal, which is different from actually transferring. Okay. That's different. Once their name is in the portal, they can transfer whenever they want as long as they're able to gain admissions and meet academic required dates. How, do, how did transfer work before the windows? Players get to transport whenever they wanted, before the season, during the season, after the season, in the spring. There wasn't much warning as to when they would go and outside of notifying compliance. Um, that was an issue for coaches because they were now required to recruit their own roster to make sure no one would unexpectedly leave, keeping full rosters and maintaining depth throughout the season before it became the concern. Right. Um, like, let me see. How do programs know? Yeah, this is what I want to know. Okay. College scouting and personnel departments must be ready for anyone into the portal. We would evaluate anyone we thought could hit the portal, and SEC personnel director said. Halfway through the year last year, we knew we were going to have a need of receiver and other positions, so we would go just go through and find guys that we thought might end up in the portal, a group of five guys that were ex- excelling, that may want to jump to the next level. Staff also prepared for the opposite if one of their own players decides to leave. It kind of doubled the amount of prospects for evaluating which high school recruits and transfer and trying to get information, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, really answer the question I want to know is. Yeah, like what happens if you don't transfer? Yeah. I guess you just idle. Yeah. You're just out there dangling, you know, or you may have to go to a school you don't want to go to. Or right, go to, yeah. Go down a level. I don't know if you can go back. I don't think you. I, I think you can go back because I, I wouldn't. Because yeah. obviously you don't want to be here, right? So maybe you just kind of take whatever offer you can get. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you maybe because well, it still says there's people that are sitting out there still. So yeah. like, what happens if no one picks you up? I think first of all, it depends on the level, right? Yeah. I would hope that you're like transferring from like Alabama or something that you, you find yeah. a school. Yeah. Now so whether now, now whether now, it's below now what what I think would happen if you're trying to move up, yeah. that's probably where you get stuck. Yeah. That's probably where the the people who sit out because making a horizontal transfer is probably a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Going from Alabama to USC or something like that, it's yeah. like USC's like, oh yeah, come on. But if you're trying to move up a level, that's probably where it gets tricky. Right, like going from UAB to Alabama. Right, and a UAB coach, I I wouldn't feel the type of way about that because it's like, all right, well, yeah, if you had the opportunity, I would have taken it too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but I can't bring you back because I already filled your position. Right, and scholarships that go along with that as well are also the weird part. Because if you've got some sort of partial scholarship and you don't get picked up, what happens to it? This NIL shit is wild, dude. Yeah. And we're still only scratching the surface on how wild it can get. Yeah. I, 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 college football definitely has to mimic its processes and procedures like a professional league at this point. I'm not saying it has to be that, but certain things just have to mimic a professional league mm-hmm. at some point where it's like, all right, Scholarships are contracts at this point. So we'll honor the contract for another year. And if you still are sitting out there, we only honor it for a year. You know, if you, if, if we, we will fill out the rest of your year, you're here. We will gladly pay for the rest of your scholarship, even though you're not playing for us. Mm-hmm. But after that year, you have to be gone and on a new team. I, I'm not, I'm not against things like that getting put in place. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna get wild. Yeah, like it's it, and <laughs> California really fucked everybody up. What you mean? Because it was California who signed the NIL rules. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And clearly the NCAA was not ready nah. for that ruling. Well, they lift their hands up. They say, you know what, f it. Yeah, y'all, y'all do it. They, ain't, they really don't have much to do with it. No, not well. In in terms of making sure that the transfer portal, they do. Yeah, but like the, the, how NIL affects that too. You know. Yeah, 
but it's time to start. I like it's. It was always funny to me the whole amateurism debate about college football and why people like because it was not like professionals. It's not like professionals. Like it damn well is. Mm-hmm. It's it, it isn't in every way, shape, or form. But money, like it makes as much money as any professional sports league. Like so, who are we kidding ourselves at this point? Like, it was time to change. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad about. It. I, I'm. I was never a super college fan anyway. Mm-hmm. I just liked watching the game. I never had like a team that I rooted for, so it was just like yeah. whatever to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Last thing we want to talk about, we're kind of been all over the place today, but okay, I just want to touch on a bunch of stuff. So the Titans. Yes. So last Sunday. Yep, they got the butts kicked up and down the field by the Eagles. And specifically, A.J. Brown. Yes. And not too long after that. Yeah, like the next day. GM John Robinson got shown his walking papers. Went to the facility. Key wasn't working. Everybody looked at him weird. You know what I'm saying? I I got meetings in a couple minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) Security guards is on the phone. You know what what I mean? Should I let him in or... You know, yeah. it's weird morning for him. You know, he went to park at a parking spot. Name wasn't on Name the joint. Name wasn't there anymore. That's weird. You know, another car was there. Yeah. What the hell car is this? Parked in my spot. Yeah. Hey, security. Right. Your name's not on it, man. What right. you mean? <laughs> right. I don't know. So, obviously, everybody assumed the same thing. John Robinson, over the summer, along with Titans management, yep. made the decision to you, not pay AJ, AJ Brown. Brown, traded him to the Eagles. Yep. Um, and a move that has just not worked out for Tennessee whatsoever. And I want to take this conversation in two different directions. Okay. The first one is there people get mad at Jerry Jones for his over involvement in the Cowboys. Yes. But I do think there's a thin line between what happens when your owner and we saw it, we just saw it play out in Tennessee, what happens when your owner is involved, but also happens when your owner is not involved to, enough. Not involved yep. enough. Yep. Where, where they're strictly relying on the information being given to them by the president and the GM. Yep. Right? So if you're the owner and the president GM, you know, owner going, hey, think, you know, AJ Brown, he's our best player, best receiver, he's looking for a new contract. What, what do you got? What do you guys think? What do we, what do we should do? If he, if, if the GM goes, hey, we, we can trade him, flip him, get a pick. We can get another guy. We can right. get another receiver in this draft yeah. this year, which is what they did. Right. He drafted uh, – was Burks? Was, Burks. Was, was this his first year or was it last year? I think it was last year. Was his, so who put, did they draft him? I forget, I forget what they used that pick for. Um, he actually hasn't looked that bad. He just hurt. He just hurt. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, we got we got Burks. We can rely on him. Right. We don't need A.J. Brown. And let me see – no, he was this year. He was this year. Okay. First round. Okay. Yep. So, that's, so that was the pick. Pick 18. That was the pick. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That was the pick. And again, he's been he's just been hurt, but he's he's, he's been, been good when I've seen him on the field. Hurt. Um, but and I've thought about this. First off, speak to the thing about the ownership. What's your think? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, I, I do like ownership who is a little bit more involved and aware of the state of their team. Because mm-hmm. it was clear that for too long, Tennessee's been just kind of coasting yeah and not enough changes had been made you know they brought in mike vrabel yeah, i like him he's doing a great job you know we we've made one western Con- one AC- afc championship game did I they think. i think they made one but that was like early in vrabel's symbol did, did they make it that year maybe they didn't 
because that's the year they beat the Patriots and pretty much ended the Tom Brady era. Yeah. And yes, they did. It was against the Chiefs. It was each other? It was against us. Okay. And we got them out of there. So y'all, so y'all have made what four? Four. Four or five consecutive? Four. So twenty because twenty two. So this past year, y'all Bengals. Yep. Last year, Bills. Bills. For that. Before that, Titans. Okay. So Titans. Titans, because that was that was a Super Bowl year, and the year before that, against the Patriots. Okay. So, yeah. So okay. again, so they make one. Mm-hmm. Um. Then they just kind of after that year they just kind of hover around again. Yeah. They are the number one seed like, last year. Mm-hmm. Knocked out by the Bengals. Knocked out by the Bengals. And if I'm an owner, at some point you need to get involved before you guys are just kind of middling again because like they're 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 on this peaks and valleys thing where it's like we're good, then we're just kind of mid, then we're good, then we're mid. At some point you do have to jump in. I don't know. I think it was the right time to jump in. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um. Because now it's like, all right, so what are we doing now? We're, we were good last year, and we're just kind of middle of the road this year in a division. That's terrible. That's awful. <laughs> They're going to be knocked out in the first round. Yeah. It's a wrap. It's you, you book it. They're losing in the first round. Yep. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So I, I do believe that the, the owner was right to be like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, our team can be good. But we can't do it consistently. Mm-hmm. We can't be one of the best teams. We can't be on the same level, level as the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills, like because they they win their divisions apparently, or they're are they in the playoffs, and they can make it further than we've made it. And we every time and every time we're good, we we get bounced by the Bengals. Yeah, in the first round. We well, know the Bengals are good now. Yeah, but at the well, time, but yeah. at the time, but it's like we got bounced by them. You're right. In our first game of the season. Of the playoffs? Like, come on now. Like, what's going on here? So I think the owner did make the right he stepped in at the right time. It's not bad, but it's definitely kind of what are we doing? Also, it shows you what happens when everybody ends in one accord. Because remember, I remember this. Mike Vrabel was like before the trade. Yep. Well, as long as I'm the coach, you're AJ Bryan going no. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's you know that's when, when a coach says that, that means that's like a message to ownership. Do not trade him. Yep. Yep. I don't care how much he wants. I don't care what it takes. He better be on that roster. When, when we show up for OTAs right. next year. Yeah. So when they trade him, Mike Vrabel already probably looking at homie with like the what stank face. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And as Ryan Tannehill continues to struggle, and they can still struggle on offense be outside of anything, you know, Derrick Henry, can Derrick Henry related, it, it starts to. It starts to rear its ugly head. Yeah. Like we shouldn't have traded. AJ Brown, mm-hmm. like I don't care who you could have got. The, the the Justin Jefferson situation was a one in a million thing. Mm-hmm. You can trade, yeah. You they traded a good receiver yeah. and got a good receiver in return. That doesn't happen very often. Can I, can, I can, we can use your team as an example. Yeah. I've had Patrick Mahomes as in my fantasy for the last couple of weeks, so I've, I've gone on my way to watch the Chiefs. I've seen him a lot of. T- the offense is just not the same. It is not. No. It's just not the same. It's, it's not. not the same caliber. Mahomes is still elite, but you see the difference between an elite player and elite and an elite team. Yes. The Chiefs are good. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes at his best can do a lot of damage, but 
them quick strikes that they used to get gone. We, 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 we don't have that ability at all anymore. You know what I'm saying? And yo, and it's like recently you guys are like Kelsey or Butt. So when he has yeah. a bad game, it's like, all right, you can go ahead and piss at these dudes. Like we saw last week against yeah. Cincinnati. So to me, every team, it's it's the age of edge. Okay, yeah, draft picks are valuable. We understand that. Yes. But also, when you sometimes when you draft a guy. You you gotta be able to tell the difference between a guy who who wants a lot of money who's actually helping you win and one who's aren't right, right. to me right it, it would make more sense uh, I think the Packers are a good example of that where the Packers yeah you could have kept Devontae Adams but it wasn't gonna change too much about where you were situationally you know what I'm saying so I'm uh, fantasy right now. Uh, Tom Brady has one point for the dude. Uh, San Francisco's up 21-0. DK Metcalf has one point. Um, and the Tampa Bay defense has seven points. Um, so, why didn't he start the Jets defense? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Uh, sorry. But so I think Green Bay is the anti of what you're talking about. Where it's like, yeah, we can't keep Devontae, but does that change... Our situation right now, mm-hmm. probably not. Also, they don't have an owner, right? That's true. I, that, that's also true. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, you got to be able to, as owners, as management, you got to be able to tell the difference between who's uh, who's helping you win and who isn't. Yeah. Right. Like I understood when Vegas traded Khalil Mack. Yes. Because he he, he didn't as do great anything. as he was, you guys weren't winning. Yeah. So we pay you for what? To keep- you, you, you can ask the Chargers that. The Chargers yeah. are experiencing the Khalil Mack experience. Yeah. Like, yeah, you picked them up and you're still middle of the Mid-bro. road. <laughs> Jamal Adams with the Jets. Yeah. Both teams, Jamal Adams currently not playing and both teams are having success. Yep. Like, sometimes you got to know which guy to give off, get off and which guy to keep. And I don't know what the hell John Robinson thought he was getting out of Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. But AJ Brown's a young receiver. You keep you lock him up for the next decade. Yep. He, that's your receiver for the next decade. He's right there. You ain't got to keep. In fact, how about you? You could, because I don't know, I don't know what Traylon Burks, how high he would have went. But it's possible if you don't draft him, maybe he slides in the second round. Yeah. I mean, you pick him up anyway. Yeah, now you got two receivers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I team I think some teams just don't, I don't think they I think some teams overdo it and they True. overvalue like some their success and True. you know. And I think the Titans, I think the Titans thought they were a lot closer than what they were. I, I believe I, that. I think, I think, and I think we all thought, we saw them beat the Patriots. We look back, the Patriots team was absolute dog shit. Yeah. But we thought, oh, okay. And they got Derrick Henry and all that. Yeah, we, we, we all thought their window was wide open. Yeah. But then we realized, okay, they lost, I think the year after that, they lost to the Ravens in the playoffs. Did they? Okay, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Um, Lamar got his first win. Yep. Uh, or they lost to my Chiefs and lost to the, to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. Are they actually the next big team in the AFC? Right, but then they came back and had the number one seed in the AFC, but then they lost Derrick Henry. Yeah, they lost he came Derrick back Henry, in the playoff game came back in the playoffs, but then you lose to the up-and-coming Cincinnati Bengals. So right. clearly, other teams are are sprinting past you at this point. Yeah. And you guys are moseying along, mm-hmm. and the window is closing rapidly at this yeah. point. Also, and you see this with the Hall of Fame. I'm happy that receivers are finally starting to get their due. Yes. I, I, I've used this example plenty of times with people. In the history of football, there are a few examples of what happens when a receiver gets a guy and like and unlocks them. Yep. 
Tom Brady with Randy Moss to Grandma Ivy. Tom Brady, Tom Brady was a really good quarterback. Yeah, he didn't throw the deep ball. But until. then he got Randy Moss, and it's like, oh shit! Uncorked it. What the hell? Where this? Who is this dude? Yep. Right. You saw what Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper just and just unlocked him. Yep. Sometimes you get a player, and it just go. It just oh 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 oh. Okay, we ain't know this how you in this now. Yep. It's a little bit of different. This you, uh, you you can make the argument, Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen. Josh Allen always had a big arm to me, though. But, but in terms of unlocking his quarterback. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, where it's like, he's taking that next quarterback step. Yeah, for sure. You bring in Stephon Diggs, and it's like, you got a weapon now. Yeah. Tua with Tyreek. Tyreek Hill. Unlocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, poor Tyreek Hill. You know what? I give Tyreek Hill credit for this, boy. I know see somebody had to come back for almost every catch. I know. <laughs> hey. He be twenty yards, oh. and he gotta slow down. He be coming back though. He come back for he it. He be coming back. He be jumping back, to catch the ball. You know, like he, you know, he makes tour life easier because the tour can't cannot. Air. He he does not have any arm strength whatsoever. But hey, it's good when your receiver knows it. Yeah. Like, oh, let me run this. Let me pretend to run this deep throw. I know I'm at the. I'm no. I'm gonna run this thirty yard. But I know I have to come back fifteen of it. Yeah. But let me just let me tire this dude out anyway. Um, but. AJ Brown really helped Ryan Tannehill, and he's now helping Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Uh, so now ugh, it's, it's not. Uh, they they uh, Tennessee may have closed their own window. I think they might have. You might be right. How about this? You Tennessee. Okay. So you blew. You all right? You, yeah, blew, you, you blew the trade. You blew the trade. So you blew the trade. You you you're gonna get knocked down in the first round this year. Also, yep. teams are starting to figure out how to play Derrick Henry. OBJ still out there. That's a good point. T. Higgins is about to be a free agent. That's true. You got the cap space. Get off Ryan right. Tannehill. You, you ain't want to pay homeboy anyway. Yeah, you got the cap space. I would I would say get off Tannehill, go ahead, start Malik Willis, and pay OBJ. Nah, hell no. Nah. Not from what I was, Hell no. Nah. Man, look. I'm not saying hype. This is not, I'm do not, I truly mean what I'm about to say this. Okay. I've seen a lot of new guys play, mm-hmm. a lot of rookie quarterbacks play. In a long time, I've never seen a deer in the headlights look <laughs> like that you I have. saw in this nigga eyes. Who are who are they, who are they playing? God, who so Tennessee the only, playing? The only start he's he's had to start against the Chiefs was against y'all. It may be against y'all. Yeah, it was against y'all, bro. Okay, because that's, that's, that's the only games I know he started. He's yeah, bro. I looked at homie eyes and he wanted no parts <laughs> of that. And y'all defense is all right. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not a world beater. Defense, yeah, nigga. No, could you okay imagine defense. if he had to go against like, I don't, like if he had to go up against San Francisco, your defense, yeah. or we doing the Jets? Uh, you don't want to see. It's not good right now. Oh, well, let me see fantasy wise. You know what? <laughs> I'm such a. I'm such a glut when it comes to uh, my quarterback. I got three quarterbacks right now on my mm-hmm. on my fantasy team. All of them eating this week. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins finished with 25, so he had three short of Jared Goff. Mahomes in the first half got 17. They smoking Denver. Shit. Uh, all right, Mahomes, you start next week. <laughs> my bad. Hey, who do you play? We play Seattle. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, he start next week. My my bad, big dog. My bad. I thought my defense put up a better fight. Because we were getting somebody back, too. We getting K.Y. Williams back. Yeah, y'all were. I expected this to be closer. Too, yeah, I thought at least to be like, I knew I knew we wouldn't do shit. Right. I, I, I expect, thought it'd be like I, I 10, expected 3. like 17 at the max. Yeah, the final score. I thought, yeah. At the route begin. I didn't even probably quit. They giving up. Yeah, it's Russell Wilson's fault, let's be yeah. honest. At some point, you're like, I'm not bailing your ass out anymore. You yeah. just got to suck it up. Right. Um, but if you're the Titans, you still... 
you can you can try to salvage this window. You still got a good defense. You got yep. a lot of good players on the defense side of the ball. I would I would go after a receiver. I would too. A- anybody who wants a check gets a check this yeah. year. So whatever whatever the market ask is, mm-hmm. you got it. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's yours. It's yours. Yeah. Because they need it. They need it. Their offense is so stagnant. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Um, man, that's all we have for you guys today, man. You can follow me on Facebook at Bryce Odin. You can follow me on Instagram at Bryce F H M Podcast. Bryce going to tell them. I'm on Twitter, Bruce Leroy. And remember, you didn't hear it from the horse's mouth, so listen to As I Told You. We out. Peace.